Degenerate Derek Podcast. All right, welcome back. Another episode, Degenerate Derek Podcast. I know I owe everybody an explanation what happened to uh, the Monday special wild card Cowboys Bucks episode. I don't know. I cut the goddamn thing, I uploaded it. IT gave me this weird answer that I didn't even understand what they were saying. You know, I don't understand like ban- bandwidth. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I really don't. All I know is it's on the server. It didn't go to Apple, obviously. It didn't go to Spotify. The main thing that pisses me off about it, one, I let you guys down. But the other thing is that I was on the Cowboys in that episode, which would have brought my wild card weekend back to 3-3, three and three, 500. But instead, I don't get to count that game because it didn't get released. And so I got to sit here with a 2-3 and three losing record heading into the divisional round. Pisses me off. What can you do about it, though? It was a great wild card weekend if you're just a fan. Not so much uh, for me because of my bets, but that's okay. You win some, you lose some. You know, in reality, I went 3-3, three and three, but for the, re- for the show, I went 2-3. and three. Um, I was on the Chargers. Congrats to the Jags for pulling that game off. Now, what do they get as a reward for knocking out the Chargers? They get to move on and travel to Arrowhead, where they will take on the Kansas City Chiefs at eight and a half point underdogs. Line opened up at 10, been bet down to eight and a half. Kansas City is 5 11 and 1 on the year against the spread, including their last 10, they're 2 7 and 1. So they've only covered two games in their last 10. Not great. If you're, you know, obviously betting on the spread, not great. They're 14-3 and three on the year. They're 9-1 and one overall in their last 10. So, I mean, they're rolling along just fine. I will say this game looks to be bet down the middle. It seems to be 50-50. A lot of people on the Jags, a lot of people on the Chiefs. My gut tells me the Jags can keep it close. I feel like Trevor Lawrence has started to build something, like, within himself. Like, he's starting to really feel like, hey, I can play this game. He's come up huge. I'm not even going to lie. Like, he... Jags were 10 and 8 on the year. They're 9-8 and 1 against the spread. They're 8 and 2 in their last 10. I mean, the Jags are rolling. Doug Peterson has got this team playing good ball. And I like the confidence out of Trevor Lawrence. It's an eight and a half point spread in a divisional round game with a team that's coming in that's playing great ball. And again, has won eight out of their last 10 games. I I don't see how you could bet the uh, the Chiefs here. I really don't. I like the Jags plus eight and a half. I know they're on the road. I know it's going to be a hostile environment, but I could see this team keeping it close. I really could. I think the spread is a perfect number, though, obviously, because you still see the Chiefs get out there. They can score some points, and Arrowhead's a tough place to play. I've been to Arrowhead. That place is loud. It's, it's, it, it's difficult. It's not going to be easy for the Jags, but it does feel like the Jags are a bit battle-tested. It seems like they've kind of been through some things. Now are they, you know, the Jags of 2016 or whenever they went to the AFC title game? I don't know. Doesn't feel like quite that. But it does feel like they are a good team with a good coach. And I think he has them prepared. Coming into KC, they play well. Really, I think it's KC. I mean, I really do. But I'm going to go against I'm gonna go against that. I'm gonna, my official pick, I'm going to do Jags plus eight and a half on the road taking on KC. I really like the dogs this weekend. That's why I love the Giants plus seven and a half on the road taking on Philly. You know this podcast motto, fuck Philly. Fuck Philly. Daniel Jones, you need to get out of the pocket and run. 
You know that ain't going to happen, though. Vikings ain't got no goddamn defense. But, God, I just can't take Philly at minus 7.5. I just really can't. That's a big number. It's, it's again, the number is perfect. Uh, open at 7, been bet up to 7.5, so there's obviously Philly money. Philly probably rolls. Philly probably rolls this weekend. I'm not even going to lie. They probably fucking roll. But fuck it. I like I, I like the Giants head coach. I think he's done a great job. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Giants. Because if the Giants win and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys would host the NFC title game, which would be awesome. So I'm going to go Giants plus seven and a half. Maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line, all right? So Saturday, we got the dogs. We got Jaguars plus eight and a half. Giants plus seven and a half. Giants are 14 and four against the spread on the season, by the way. 14 and four against the spread. That is that is sick. That is a sick ATS record. So I like the Giants, though, plus seven and a half. Moving on to Sunday. Bills and Bengals. Bills at home minus five and a half. I think everybody's going to be on the Bengals. My only issue with the Bengals is I know that they are teetering on their offensive line. I know if, like, one of their offensive line, uh, you know, just one of them goes down during the game, I feel like they're going to have a massive issue. There's been major injuries. Major pressure starting to get through. But, I mean, Joe Burrow is that dude. He is that dude. But I kind of like the Bills in this spot. Minus five and a half. They didn't play great last week. But, again, just like when we talked about San Francisco playing Seattle for the third time and how they kind of had a slow start with them. I think the Bills kind of struggled because it was their third time playing Miami. And it is tough when you play a team three times. So, it's really not that. I guess it's. I should have looked at that more, and I just couldn't imagine betting on Miami because you know you didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. And but credit to Miami for showing up last week and playing, you know, playing great. To be honest with you, keeping that game close, almost winning that game. But I think the Bills bounce back. Minus five and a half at home. You know they they got to step on this Bengals team's throat. They got to do it. They got to do it early. I think they got some vengeance on their mind. Maybe a little bit of, uh, of Hamlin payback, if you will. But let's roll Bills here, minus five and a half, okay? That's my first favorite of the weekend I'm taking, Bills. I took them last week, got bit in the ass by it. We'll bounce back. We'll try to – I know there's a lot of Joe Burrow hype. There's been a lot of negative Josh Allen talk this week, really pointing out the, the struggles that he has had, which you cannot run away from that. But you also know that Josh Allen has it in him. He's got that dog in him. He's shown it time and time again. I like the Bills in this spot. Minus five and a half at home. I think the Bengals are going to struggle a little bit. Then we move on to the big game. Cowboys on the road taking on San Francisco. Cowboys plus four. Game opened up at three and a half and bet to four. No doubt San Francisco is a great team. No doubt about it. It's why I told you months ago, it's worth a little sprinkle maybe on the San Francisco Super Bowl run. There's a reason for that. It's hard to walk that back now. But, you know, Cowboys through and through. And I I really think that the Cowboys can pull this game off. I think they can. I know it was the Bucks last week, but they looked fantastic. Everybody wants to harp on the Washington game. What about the Bucks game? All right? Is it possible that they just kind of like threw in the towel against Washington? Absolutely. They were sure as shit ready to go play against the Bucks. 
And I know it was the Bucs. I know the Bucs struggled all year long, but at least they took care of business. And that Cowboys team, when they're, when they're rolling, they roll. We got the talent. We got a great squad. It's going to take a great... It, to me, this is Dan Quinn versus Kyle Shanahan. Now, if you forget, these guys were together in Atlanta the year they went to the Super Bowl and blew it against New England. Dan Quinn was the head coach. Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator. After that season, Kyle Shanahan goes to the 49ers. The rest is history. Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn ends up getting fired a year or two later and then, you know, hops on with the Cowboys as the D.C. Last year, I liked the matchup, but the Cowboys just couldn't get anything together because they had so many goddamn penalties last year. Granted, San Francisco was just a better team. And San Francisco arguably might be the better team here. Cowboys are the youngest team left in the playoffs. Youngest team left in the playoffs. I just, I can't go against them. I cannot go against the Cowboys in this spot. I just won't do it. I won't go into this with negative thoughts. I won't go into this with money on the other side. Biased, I don't give a shit what anybody says, of course. But I truly do believe the Cowboys can win this game. I I believe it. Say what you will. But give me the Cowboys plus four. All right? Am I scared shitless? Absolutely. Absolutely. The 49ers are dangerous. Christian McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, I don't even know, Bosa, Brock Purdy. I mean, the dude is 6-0. and I know people want to say, like, you know, bring up question marks here and there. One thing you can't question, he is 6-0. and He's undefeated. Hadn't been beat yet. Does he make that run all the way? Hopefully not. Hopefully it stops in San Francisco against the Cowboys. It would just be great revenge. Cowboys got to be, I mean, I don't know how much pride they have or, you know, how much they're drawing off last year's game. San Francisco rolling in in a, in a game that the Cowboys should have won last year, but they did not. 49ers proved they were a better team last year because they were. Like, we thought that the Cowboys were the better team last year, but 49ers were definitely the better team. This year, on paper, it does kind of seem like 49ers might be the better team, but can the Cowboys pull it off? Yes, they can. Absolutely. We just got to play great defense. I think the Cowboys can score and do all that, but we got to get some stops. We got to create some turnovers. We just can't let them just run up and down the field on us. Can't do it. Also got to clean up the penalties. Offensive line has got to play... Just as great as they played last week, which obviously they looked great last week because, you know, the Bucks' defensive line was not good, not good at all. And 49ers' defensive line, obviously, much different story. But the, you still, there's something when you build confidence, you know, whether it's no matter who you play. When you beat a team down like the Cowboys did last week, you feel like you can go in and play well that next week. Obviously, it becomes a little more difficult because you're playing a better team, but you still have the confidence that you could do so. Cowboys still have everything to prove. Everybody's like, oh, the Cowboys were celebrating last week. Every team celebrates when they win. It's just everybody's looking at the Cowboys because they all wanted the Cowboys to lose and they didn't. And so people act like the Cowboys, oh, the Cowboys think they won the Super Bowl. No, they don't. Absolutely not. They feel like they won a wild card game and they're moving on to next week. Just like every other fucking team that wins a wild card game and moves on. They're like, hell yeah, we won. That's all the Cowboys did. But for whatever reason, it gets blown up to like, oh, the Cowboys are gloating. 
Oh my God! They think they won the Super Bowl. No, they t- no they didn't. They didn't do anything different than any other team did. Nothing. Nothing. It's just you guys are such haters. You're such haters that you make it seem that way. That's all right. Cowboys pull off a win this weekend. People are going to have to shut the fuck up. They're going to have to shut the fuck up. And I would really like to tell people to shut the fuck up. I really would. I'm not going to lie. But that'll do it. That is your divisional round episode. I'm two and three through the wild card. Should be three and three, but I'm two and three. I got four picks this weekend. Jags plus eight and a half. Giants plus seven and a half. Bills minus five and a half. And the Cowboys plus four. Those are my four official plays. Best of luck to you. Gamble responsibly. I'll be back next week with the conference championship games. All right. Have a good one. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.